Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Gin and Juice podcast. I am Melissa. And I'm Mel. And we talk about all things life, things that make us upset in the pursuit of happiness. All the things. Yes. (laughs) And um, yeah, so we're back. And last week, we let y'all know that Josiah went to home, was going to homecoming. We're going to go into our long story short, but it was a lot of parts to this day. And so, I, because I know at the end of my post, if you hadn't seen it on Instagram, I said me and Mel cried the night away. Um, we about to give y'all the tea on what happened, okay? <laughs> so this is it. Joe goes to homecoming. Me and Mel go to the mall yes, on we Friday. Friday. Yep. We went to Express. We went to JCPenney's and Macy's. I don't remember. We did. We did JCPenney, Macy's, and, and we Express. Did forever. Forever. We did a bunch of stores the in the mall. Stores, okay. Yeah. I ended up buying him. Uh, first of all, Josiah can fit Express pants. Mm. Okay. We all need to stop and talk about that. Okay. Oh, I yes. did not think that he could fit them. And my problem was when you go to these events, especially for teenagers, more likely than not, all the boys are going to be wearing black pants. And I'd be, like, trying to subtly be a little bit different. Like, that's just how I live my life anyway. I'd be, like, just a little subtle bit of, like, yes. ooh. So I was, like, I, joke. I know I can get Joe black pants, but I kind of want him not to wear black mm-hmm. pants. So we picked out these, like, plaid. Oh, what is the word? There, it, is it houndstooth? No, it's not houndstooth. It's not houndstooth. That's what I was going for. It was for. almost because houndstooth is bigger. Oh, I don't know. It was then. almost like a tweedy type of situation. I don't know what it's called. To be honest, but whatever. They were so freaking cute yes. on his little body. I cute. was telling him, I was like, Joe, you don't understand. You were made for express clothes. Yes. But wait, I'm going to quickly interrupt Tell only me. because the problem that we were finding oh, is yes. what is the equivalent of juniors for girls for boys? Please, someone tell what me. What is it called? It's like boys. Men. It literally girls you go girls, to uh, juniors, women. Yes. Children's place. Okay. There's boys and girls. Then you go into your teenage years. Yes. And girls have like Forever 21, yes. Q, yes. Papaya, like all, all these those, like cutesy. Yes. Where do the boys go? What is it called? What is it called? What is that section? Cam is telling us nothing. When you're in a department store, where do you go? To the men's section. And they're just big. Oh, my God. We were like, I was like completely stressed out because I'm like, I don't want him to look, you know, kitty. Yes. But I also, he can't just fit the regular grown men's and stuff. I was in that mall struggling. I do not understand why this doesn't exist for little boys. Mm -hmm. Like teenage, like kind of tweens, teens years. I don't understand. His little waist is little. Uh He's a little short. You know, it's it's hard out here for a mama. (laughs) So anyway, we go, we find these pants. We got a backup pair of pants from JCPenney's, which by the way, I haven't been to JCPenney's in forever. They be, be having the things. They do. JC Penny's be having the they things. They have the stuff. Yes. Then we went to Aldo. I got him these cute oh, little yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah. I need to get Greg them shoes. Yeah. They were cute. They were so cute. I got him a little bell. Like we was doing the things. I was so excited. We get home and the dance is on Saturday. Yep. Joe is like, don't act a fool. <laughs> what he actually said was, um, you don't say hi to my friends. No, and I was like, "Well, Joe, they're gonna come in the house. I have to say hi." So he's like, don't "Okay, say hi." You could say you could say hi, but like, don't do nothing extra. 
And then you proceeded. And then <laughs> I proceeded to do something extra. So Kev had a show in oh, Columbus. Yes, yes. Okay. And Joe decides, I don't want to wear a tie. I don't want to wear a tie. Ties are dumb. I don't want to wear a tie. <laughs> and I'm like, son, it's homecoming. Right. People wear ties. He pulls out this Aeropostal, Aeropostal, I don't know the name of the store, T-shirt. And he's like, I want to wear the pants and I want to wear this shirt. And I'm like, it doesn't no. even match. No. He's like, well, there's a rose on it. So that makes it fancy. Or not. I was like, son, I'm not doing this with you. You're going to wear the button up. You're going to wear the pants. But if you don't want to wear the tie, fine. Just don't wear the tie. But everything else you have to wear. Joe, Kev goes out of town. I'm like, you don't have to tie the tie. Joe decided he doesn't want to wear the tie. It'll be fine. Greg's out of town with Kev, Greg, by And the this way. is the other thing. When yes. we were shopping, I had the revelation. Because in my mind, I was like, in the event Joe needs to have the tie, I'll just have Greg do it. Me and Mel are shopping. And I said, Greg's going to be out of town with Kev. Yes. And she was like, yes. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> so hmm. it's us. So I probably should look at a YouTube video just in case, which was my instincts telling me to look at the YouTube video. But I decided against it. So... Homecoming comes. Joe is getting dressed. He looks so cute. Everything's coming together. We don't put on the tie, which the tie was red because his dress's date was red. Yes. Okay. He comes. They come into the house. All the kids are coming to the house with their parents. And his friend's mom says, yep. you have to wear a tie. The dress, the code, dress says, code says, you have to wear a tie. Child. And then I Melissa runs. Take off running. I go upstairs quickly. I grab the tie and I'm like, ah! We both don't know. And it's uh, the other parents are at the house. At the house. They also obviously don't know how to no. tie a tie. So we're just looking at each other. Tieless. Yes. Just so now what do we do? We have the tie, but no one knows how to tie the tie. Uh, uh, the gr little boy's mom, his Joe's friend. Yeah. She's like, I can call my husband. And she's super sweet. But I'm also like, I don't kind of want you to call my husband, your husband. Like, I'd rather call somebody I know. Yeah, we're going to yeah, make a yeah. phone call. Yeah. And so I'm like, call Marcus. Because yes. Kev is on the stage. It's late East Coast time. Yep. And we're a house full of women. So, like, yes. we going to have to figure this out. We call Marcus. We FaceTime. We FaceTime Marcus. First of all, it is chaos. It is loud. It's loud. We're loud. There's a lot of stuff happening. Stressful. And Marcus yells directions. Yeah, he does. And it was stressing me out. Yes. Because what are you doing? Marcus just yells anyway. Put it like this. Helper. <laughs> the fat side needs to go up. And then a Angel's in there. Okay, you're doing good. You're <laughs> yes, you're doing good. Good job. That's right. Yes. The fat side. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is just like, everyone, please leave me alone. <laughs> the fat side has to go up. Put I don't even know around. what that means. Put it around. Rub it. Now rub it again, but stop. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying to me. I never tied a tie. Kevin's too much of a control freak to let me tie his tie. So we're wrapping it. I get it. Yes. And I am pumped. It's so funny because you see your legs. You're excited too. <laughs> Mel is, uh, Isaiah is filming us because I was like, I have to capture all these moments. So Mel is just as excited as I am when I finally get the tie right. This is the thing why ties are stupid, though. Yes. You have to adjust yes. it with the back, but also the neck. Yes. And then there's a particular shape. Yes. That the knot. Yeah, it's supposed to look like this. You want the cleft in the center of the... The cleft in the center and the small and then the fat. 
It was a lot. It was a lot. They were yelling. They're telling me, don't move the knot. Do move the the skinny piece. But it wasn't doing right. And then move. It was a lot. Oh, my God. I was completely stressed out. So Mel was like, I'll do it. So we take it off. Mel does it. We're excited all over again because she ties the tie. Then we're trying to do it. Eventually, Mel's like, this is good enough. Yes. Because I think the skinny part was the still. The skinny was still too long too for long. the fat. You have to overcompensate when you're initially Yeah. And because I think Fail. because my, my child is little, you know, and this is a grown man's tie. Yes. It wasn't even proportionate to his body. And it was like, just put it in the shirt. Put the back piece in the shirt. It was. I do not. And that's all we did. We tucked we it in. We just tucked it in. It was like, y'all, you cute. It was enough. <laughs> And then um, the little boy's mom, I got to give her a name so I can, April. We're going to call her April. Okay. April bought corsages for the boys, right? And so my child, y'all, y'all pray for him, okay? (laughs) So she's like, "Uh, give this to Joe to give. And I'm like, okay, okay. Like, we're so excited. Like, me, Mel, and April, we're just like, okay. So I'm like, Joe, you have to give this to her, like put it on her hand, whatever. Joe decides now he's embarrassed, which I get it because we were acting a donkey. We were screaming, hollering, running back and forth like a lot was happening. Give me your hand. This is how Joe gives. Let me let this be the corsage. Okay. 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 This is the corsage. This is Joe. (laughs) I was like, son, do you like the little girl? You can leave it. I don't need it. Okay. It's in your I'm chair. Like, anyway. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, child, do you like her? Oh my like, gosh. I'm so confused Mm-mm. why you're just. And then uh, the little girl's mom is really sweet. Sweet. And she's like, Joe, you can hold the lady's hand. Yeah, she did. You can hold. So can Joe hold grabs them. her hand. He's like, <laughs> sitting he when she was like take a picture joe's like over oh, there yes and the girl's over here i was like you gotta get close he was not act like you asked her to the dance joe was not trying to be mind you this little girl is tall okay yes, uh both of the girls yes were. both of the girls are tall joe and his friend are shorter yes and i'm and they look grown I know. They were so grown, but they were so cute and just like, just really, really sweet. Yes. The parents were really, really nice. They actually texted me. Tell me why the, okay, April's son is Joe's best friend, okay? His date's mom, follow me, Uh had a C-section the (gasps) day before. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. She had a baby. Yes. So they all, I start a group chat with all the moms and I'm like, hey, I'm going to rent a car. You can have the kids come. You guys can come at this time so we can take pictures. And then the car will, you know, whisk them off, whatever. She's like, hey, girl, so I have a scheduled C-section. I got something to do. I have a scheduled C-section. Do you mind if, like, I add my sister to this group chat? I'm like, yes, girl, it's totally fine. Like, you're going to be busy. Yes. Yes. She was so sweet, though. I texted her. I said, I hope you had a safe delivery. But she did have her little girl. Uh, the little girl showed us uh, pictures. Picture. I'm trying not to use these kids' names. Yes. Uh, but they were just as sweet as pie. Both the girls did not go to the kids' school. No. Nope. Did not know that. Yeah. Um. So it was just really sweet. They had a really good time. Joe said he danced. He didn't tell us what type of dancing. But Joe showed me. I was like, well, let me see the pictures. Like, I want to know what the going's on. And so I was going through his pictures. He had some videos of the little kids in the Chrysler. Uh-huh. Then little girls was twerking on each other. Ah! Well, because the boys The boys were, were just sitting there like, <laughs> y'all are pretty. 
We're going to sit here and watch. But they were twerking on each other. You hear me? I said, oh, they was over here having a good time. That's hilarious. So it was just a really, like, I was really excited. I Like, literally, I have to tell my kids, for years, I tried to be the, like, I'm not going to be excited. I'm going to, like, do what you guys want me to do. And I, I'm over it. Like, I don't know therapy what you want to call this but i'm just at a point where i'm like i i want to be excitable like you know i want to have a good time i want you to remember being pissed off i want you to remember me yelling (laughs) like i want you to remember those things because i think in the moment as a teenager you're annoyed but as an adult it's fond yeah you know you think of it very fondly and um yeah i just be excited like i i I just be excited. I'm so happy exciting. for him. It was cute. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was really, really cute. They had a really good time. And Joe be trying to act like he don't know, like he like do. his outfit and he, he don't do. you know, but, but he, he absolutely like, like he was so freaking cute in the little pants and yeah. like this tie. It was just so cute. His tie matched the little girl's dress. Like it, we did the things. It, it was, was cute. So then after that. Oh man. <laughs> Talk about a roller coaster of a night. Me and Mel called my sister-in-law, Tammy. We talked to her for a while. And one of the things that comes out. So after we talked to her, we talked to our friend, Sharice. Okay. This was literally the event of the night. Okay. Wait, I, I and you before not. you even get to Sharice, we call Tam uh, because it was also Julian's homecoming. Oh, yes. It was Julian's homecoming. And so, uh, and the one month, month anniversary, anniversary of Jay's Jay passing. Um, so we call her and we are just talking. Yes. And before the conversation is over, we are all bawling, bawling. our eyes out. OK, so we have went from pure excitement running around the house to uncontrollable tears. Yes. OK. Sadness. Yes. Complete sadness. Yes. We are so heavy. My friend Cherise calls. Yes. I don't even know why she called, but she did. Yes. FaceTimes. And um, her brother passed, you know, 15, 15, 15 years yep. ago. And so I don't know how common this is, but I want to say and just maybe bring up some of the questions that happens when death occurs. Mm-hmm. And I want to do this in a way that's very like non-judgmental, And I want to do this in a way that's like safe from uh, criticism. Yeah. Um, because this is very real and authentic for us. Yeah, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Listen, and I don't want I want people to know Melanie from uh, Anatomy of Marriage said this on um, Love on Love is Blind. She said you can ask questions or be questioning God, religion, whatever. And it's not always an indication or reflective of like your actual morals and belief system Mm -hmm. more than you're just asking more questions than maybe you normally have. And for me. Death specifically Jason's death Mm -hmm. has brought up a lot of questions. And some of those questions, oddler, funny enough, are the same questions that my friend Sharice had when her brother died. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I know it's common and normal. And one of those things is, um, is there a such thing as destiny? Mm. Is there a such thing as um, power and prayer? Mm. Is there a such thing as what was another question we're asking? Uh, destiny, power. Of, those are really the two those biggest are the ones. Big ones, yeah. We've been having a lot, a lot, a lot. Sorry, of discussions about 
what it means um, to have power in your prayers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We've been having a lot of discussions about um, what it means to have, you know, free will. Even. Yeah, yeah. Like all of those things. Again, I don't want to get into like a super deep discussion about yeah. it, um, but they are questions that I ask myself. They're questions that me and my sisters have been having discussions. My sisters and I have been having a discussion I had with one of my um, actually I would call her a mentor mm -hmm. um, in, you know, the Christian world. Uh, her husband died, actually, probably about five years ago. Yep. And she was able to affirm that, like, these are normal questions as well. And just walking through her process of how she was able to, you know, quite honestly, for me, um, reconcile a God that's in control and this that feels like... Mm -hmm. Where you maybe sleep at the wheel a little bit. Right, right, right. It's giving like maybe yeah. you weren't in control. Yeah. It's giving that maybe yeah. you made a mistake. It's well, giving. And, oh, go, 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 go. And the thing that I think before you experience things like this so closely, it's easy to take what you've been taught, which is everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And then stuff like this happens and it happens close to home yeah. and you like oh girl tell me what's the reason make this make sense because whatever reason it doesn't feel sufficient enough yeah for this to yes. have happened yeah and so you ju you're just trying to like reconcile and so i have started to question does everything happen for a reason or do things just happen yes like does it always have to be a reason and is this what happens and is the reason is there a good reason? And is there a good reason? Is there a good reason? Yeah. It, 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 I think my assumption, again, this is just my assumption. My assumption is that if everything happens for a reason, the good is implied. Mm -hmm. And maybe there isn't a good reason. Yeah. You know, maybe stuff just happens maybe because stuff. we're just in a natural world. Yeah. I, I don't know the answers. I really, truly do not know the answers as much as I'm questioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of the things, one of the things the lady told me yesterday, uh, she said, you know, people be saying God is good all the time and all the time God is good. She said, I don't say that. I don't say that part no more. I don't say that God part is no good. more. Mm -hmm. I don't say that part no more. Because she said what I went through wasn't good. Mm. It didn't feel good. Mm. It's still not good. Mm -hmm. I went through two, two and a half years of heavy yeah. depression. Um, the impact on her kids. And she's like, that didn't feel good to mm. me. And so, and so I'm asking, does that even jive with the human experience? Right, right, right. Like we have, I don't know, you guys. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And I think the... I think all of this for That's me good. that I am am trying to come to terms with is that kind of to the point that you said at the beginning uh, about what Melanie said, which is that God can still be God. Absolutely. And I can still not understand. Correct. I can still feel and I can still say because he is higher and bigger and wiser in all the things that I am not as a human. He knows he knows the beginning from the end. He knows what's already going to happen. Yes. I don't. Yes. And as a human that he knows that I am, I can say I don't get this. And I think that's what it is. I think at this point and this juncture, I am starting to 
you listen as life happens when you are first told things and mm. you don't have any experience to the contrary you're able to accept it yep and i think as yep. life happens and you keep living amen listen you feel things that are contrary to what, to you've, been what taught. you've been taught and they just bring up questions I, and i mean this and i want to be clear i mean this in a way where i'm not saying i don't believe in god right 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 exactly that's not what i'm saying yeah. and matter of fact all the people i talk to they they've gone through this or something similar and none of them would say I don't believe in God. That's not what I'm saying. Right. That's not even where I feel like exactly. this line of thinking is going. I think we've been taught yes. that to ask these questions mm -hmm. is dangerous because that's where you're going. I don't believe that that's where I'm going. In fact, right. I know that's not where I'm going. There's too much evidence to the contrary for me to not believe in a God. So I do believe in God. Yes. Uh, even since the lady yesterday was like, uh, I love God. Uh -huh. You know, I believe in God. I, I, I'm there too. I think what I am questioning, someone said this, are some of the human yes. euphemisms mm -hmm. about God. Yep. Some of the human quips yeah. about God. And I'm starting to realize that those don't jive don't, with human yes. experience. Yeah. And yeah. that's not a reflection of God. Right. It's a reflection of our understanding in him. And I think we have some things misunderstood. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think also because we were we were talking about this and it's exactly what you're saying is that we like to uh, some of the ways that we things we've been taught the way we have grown up in church is that it's almost as if bias is removed as if we like no 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 everything you are being taught is without bias yeah when the reality is humans are humans. And anything that they do, perceive, discuss, talk, what it's always going to be through the lens Absolutely. of their human eye. Yes. And so if you told a story and I told a story, it's always going to be different 100%. because our perspectives, our lives, our, our lenses are different. And we don't take into account of that. Like we, that's that's dismissed many times when we have conversations. And so I, I completely agree. I'm like, no, I don't think some of the lessons and the things I've been taught about God is actually what I believe anymore. Yeah. I think, I, I think there are some biases and there are some things, our, our mom, like our, the pastor, the churches mm -hmm. that we went through, all of that is going to be taught through their perspective. Yeah. And so, I mean, it goes back to some of the things, one of the things you, you are told growing up, you got to learn God for yourself. You got to learn yeah. the word. And the reality is, I think that's really what we're saying is yeah. like, I actually need to figure it out for, for me, me and what I believe and what makes sense for me. And, and this experience have, has just like, it's bringing that bring up. it all up. because when you take, uh, someone said platitudes, which I love, but when you take church platitudes mm. and you apply them to real life, they don't. They don't be jiving. They don't. Child. The math. It don't be mathing. And I, again, it's not something that I want to place on God. Right. As much as I want to say, hold on, I need to figure this out for myself. Yeah. I need to. And so I just this season of life mm -hmm. and what's happened, um, it is bringing up a lot of questions. Yeah, girl. And they were literally, uh, me and Mel like talking about this like we talked about it on friday or saturday saturday uh yesterday we me, talked her, about my it sister when we, went to vegas. we talked about it when we went to vegas yes like and i know this is like you know kind of gin and juicy but also like churchy churchy <laughs> um so i apologize you know for those of you who you know whatever but i don't know i just feel like um 
that a transition is happening for me mm-hmm. and that transition will have me look different yeah, yeah. on the other side of it. And I actually am not mad at Mm-mm, that. Me either. I think I went through the same sort of type of transition when my parents got divorced. Uh-huh. Um, I had questions then. Yeah. I didn't all the way understand. And I think this has me asking some really hard questions and um, looking at things a lot different. I was talking to my mom yesterday, too, and... Um, you know, she's always the one that's going to give me like the church. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And even she said, you know, Melissa, I don't have an answer for that. Mm. And I told her I appreciated that answer because it was validating to what I was experiencing yeah. in the moment. Mm. And I didn't want you to give me a scripture right. that felt dismissive yeah, yeah, yeah. to Which, how I was feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the reality is, child, I don't want to get too deep about it. For me, I've been feeling like I've been taught wrong. That's all I'm going to say. Same, same. I've been feeling like I've been taught wrong, and I need to understand who God is and the way that he actually operates in the way that I can understand it. Because I know I ain't going all the way to understand God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to get to a point where I'm not going to understand it. But from what I do understand, this. Yeah. And, And because mom is churchy and always has a response, when people are quick to say, just pray about it, when people are quick to quote you a scripture, when people are quick to do that, it can feel very dismissive yes. and dismissive of the fact that we are human. This is a human experience. Yes. Like, and so like, don't, don't be so dismissive. Like there is a question. And if God is obviously more powerful than us, some things we aren't going to understand. Yeah. So it's act- it is validating when you and your churchy self can actually say, I don't know. That. I don't know it. I don't know. It don't make sense. Yes. And I would, om- I would rather hear and girl. Yes. That's God's business. I yes. don't know. Hello. Hello. Because I think when we try to create a platitude or apply something to it yes. and it doesn't jive, it will cause you to question God. Yeah. And it's not God who's wrong. Hello? It actually be the people. It be the people. It be us. We be teaching wrong. It be the church folks. And then when we turn our back on God, we be having it wrong. Child, listen. We be need to turn our back on the people. <laughs> that's hilarious so anyway i know that was like a bit deep but i really did want to talk about this in as much as we could we didn't talk about everything we'd be talking about but y'all get it enough yeah 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 Uh, because we'd be having some deep conversations okay and this is the other thing that's really interesting every experience doesn't land on everyone experiencing it the same Mm -hmm. so the questions that i have the questions that Melanie has, the questions that Greg has, and the questions that Kevin have are different. All different. They're all different. Yep. There are things that I am more sure of that Kevin is not, mm-hmm. and there are things that he is very sure of, and I tell you I have all the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just poking whole McGee right yeah. now because <laughs> I have all the questions. And I think that's okay as well yeah. because everything doesn't have to land on everyone the, the same. same. And it allows for your relationship and your growth process and your mm-hmm. transformation and whatever to be more personal. Yeah. And I feel I really do feel like I lived in a bubble for a long time. Oh, girl. I feel like I thought it was popped when our parents got divorced. Mm. And then? And then I kept living. Man, that's what the old folks say. Just Just keep keep living. living. 
just keep the other thing um to that that I think we were gonna go to because we spoke with Sharice that night and she talked a lot about her um her experience with death and her brother dying and and the questions and all of that um and when we got off the phone you said um that she and your other friends are teaching you how to be a good friend well, yes that was the other thing thank you for bringing yes. that up one of the things that's important when you're a good friend is to invite your friends over for dinner yes that was your volley oh so listen <laughs> hello fresh is very helpful when you have friends over for dinner and listen Mel is here, gin and juice. We got to add and <laughs> I'm going to be trying out HelloFresh. Y'all know I got two little kids and they be running my nerves. But I'm so excited because I'm going to be getting HelloFresh this week. I know y'all have had it and I have not. So I was looking on the uh, menu and excited about all of the options. They have some kid-friendly options. Yes. They got some burgers. They got some pasta. Yes. So I'm excited to to do some HelloFresh. And you guys know that we spent some time over the Tanksley's house, and we had their uh, Chipotle shrimp tacos. And when I tell you, first of all, Angel and Marcus whipped it up in probably 30 minutes or less. And I mean that literally. <laughs> I don't I feel like their meals aren't made to feed an army, but when I tell you it's stretched, mm. okay? They ate, we ate, and they kids <laughs> ate. Okay. And we all had a good time eating. Okay. It was so easy. It was so cute to watch them like cut up the vegetables and do everything. Everything is pre-proportioned. All you really have to do is take out your pot and pan and turn on the eye. Okay. There's really not much else you have to do. Time to cozy up and save money on cooking at home. Fall is perfect time to experience the delicious taste and unparalleled convenience of HelloFresh. And convenience is king. HelloFresh is now offering vegan recipes on the menu every week made without animal products of any kind like dairy, meat, eggs, or honey. Enjoy meals like sweet chili tofu bowls or spicy coconut curry stir fry. No matter what your dietary restrictions are, HelloFresh has something for you. And like Mel said, if you have really picky children, they even have really uh, kid-friendly meals. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Juice65. Juice65. And use code Juice65. Juice65. For 65% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash Juice65. Juice65. And use Juice65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Boom. Okay. So out here uh one of the things that um yes <laughs> one of the things that has been really um um interesting for me and something that i've noticed is that when you experience death in your family or any type of tragedy for a lot of us we don't know what to do mm -hmm. we don't know what to say yep and it becomes really awkward and so you end up like falling away yep one of the best pieces of advice, actually, that I got from the same friend, Sharice. Mm. Sharice gave me the same piece of advice when um, Danny's dad mm -hmm. died. And I was like, I wanted to go over there. I wanted to support her. And I was also freaking out because I was like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. I We actually haven't experienced a lot of death in our family. So I was like really nervous. And one of the pieces of advice she gave me, and I'll never forget, she said, let Danny lead. Mm. If she wants to laugh laugh with her yeah if she wants to cry cry with her if she wants to sit in silence 
sit in silence with her. Just allow her to lead and yeah. let the don't because I think what often happens is we feel like meaning the person that's there to comfort. Yeah. We have to go in with a plan. I'm going to go in. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And da, 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 da. And the other person's like, I don't want to do that. I don't right. want to talk about that. Like, I just want to sit here. And I think allowing them to leave was literally the best piece of advice. Yeah. Fast forward to now. And when I tell you, they have been some of the best friends to me. Mm-hmm. They have called. Cherise called out and FaceTimed us. No love. Yeah. Asking how we was doing. And we had just got off the phone with Tammy. And so we cried some more with her yeah. and talked some more deep stuff with her. Yeah. And I just hope that two things, you know, specifically on this part of the conversation, and you can add your part, is if you are or have experienced death or tragedy in your family and you are asking yourself the questions that me and Melanie are asking, number one, you're not alone. You're not weird. Yeah, yeah. That's always comforting to me. Yeah. Talking to the two ladies that we talked to, it was comforting to me to know that I wasn't approaching a reprobate mind having these questions, (laughs) that they're normal part of the process. Mm -hmm. And then number two is they've showed me how to show up for others. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I um, agree and was also thinking, I think people who, and I I don't want to say this too generally, but I'm going to say it, (laughs) that people who experience things are many times better at being friends to the people who who then go through it, right? Um, And I think about even... Uh, having a kid yeah right like that is such a major transition uh particularly for women who who go through that hormonal change and many times someone who has not done that they can be a good friend but there is a different kind of relatability and connection and empathy that you are able to give if you've gone through that and I think it's very similar with death and with other like just big major transitional events in your life like having gone through those things you just know how to be there for in in a way that people who haven't just don't and it's not that they're not trying right like I remember trying to do be there for people and and it's so funny now when I think back I had a friend uh, reach out to me last week um from Atlanta actually we were friends in Atlanta and she experienced a death in her family and she said I know that weeks after when all of the noise has settled and all of the people are gone sometimes you people don't continue to check in yeah. and so she said I didn't want to you know hit you up early but I seen what your family went through and I just wanted to check in and I'm like it, it actually made me sad because I'm like when she experienced death in her family, I didn't do that for her. Mm. I wasn't there for her. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're teaching me in this moment, moment. how to be a better friend. Yeah. Uh, and so there is a, it's anyway, it's, it's, I feel like it's great that we are able to even reflect on that yeah. and take this as a lesson. Learning. Because the next time something like this happens to someone we know, we 100%. love, we're going to show up differently for them. One, even down to the point where the lady that I was talking to, her husband died about five years ago. I, when we were on the phone, when we were closing out, I literally said to her, I just want to tell you how deeply sorry I am mm, mm. in a way that I never could yep. have understood prior to this. 
And what's so funny, yeah. me and Mel were having a conversation about what sorry means because mm. we've come to the conclusion that the English language does not have a word. No. When you empathize with someone in a, in a way that the only thing you can say is, I'm sorry. Yeah. And all of it means to me, to us, I hate this for you. Yeah. Yeah. I hate this happened. Yeah. I hate that I have to have this conversation with mm -hmm. you. I hate that you were crying. I hate that we are in this predicament. Yeah. I hate that right now I have to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know a better way to express how sorry <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah. And so I can only say I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That your world is flipped upside, upside down, down and it will never be the same. Yeah. Yeah. Understanding. And, and I do not have a better word. Yep. Then I am so sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you um, told me that somebody text Kev. Correct me if this story is being mistold. But somebody text Kev and said, um, there's nothing I can do to make this better. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I forgot what else they said. I'm trying to remember, but I didn't know the story. But I think even that, like, that kind of phrasing lets, at least for me, that that lets me know you understand the magnitude. magnitude you of, can empathize with the yes. magnitude of what I'm experiencing. And so you recognize there is nothing, nothing. I can do to make this better for you. Man. There is nothing. But I want you to know that I'm here. Yes. I love you and I'm sorry. Man. And I think if we going through this has allowed me to, I offer people more grace when mm. people are like, don't say sorry. I'm, yeah, you know, yeah. The thing about it is, what other word is there? There isn't one. There isn't one. I don't know another Silence. word. I don't know another it's word. Silence, yeah. And what people really are expressing is I, I love you so, so much. So much, yeah. And I'm empathizing with your loss. Yep. And I'm so sorry that even with that empathy, I will never feel it yep. the way that you do. Mm -hmm. I am so sorry I want to get in this boat with you and you're going to let me in. But at the end of the day, you'll still feel lonely. Mm -hmm. You'll still feel isolated. You'll still feel like you are going through this by yourself in a room full of people. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yep. There was a um, another quote that I, I saw and... Uh, quote uh, put it like as a caption on a picture um which was which i i completely it resonated with me as soon as my okay uh which is that it's a privilege to feel so close to someone that their pain is yeah. your pain yeah and the other side of that is that you get to experience their joy with yeah. them um but i just that such it hit because it really it like we're all experiencing this loss um Tam is experiencing it in a way that I could never, never understand. Kev is experiencing it. And I put, I had tweeted, uh, it, it, this is so, like, there's levels to man. this sadness because I'm like, man, Jay died. I'm sad for the relationship I had with Jay and how much I loved him. And then I'm sad because Kevin lost his brother. Man. And then I'm sad because his kids lost, lost their, their father. father. And then I'm sad because Tam lost her husband. And Miss Sheila lost, lost her, her son. son. And you lost your brother. And, and it's like it's compounded, compounded sadness of like sway. It's sad. This is so sad. <laughs> and it sucks. It sucks. And that's what brings all those other questions. Yeah. So. 
Thank you guys for, for that long story short. Yes, for <laughs> long story short. That was long story long. Um, but I almost swallowed this gum. Hello. But because we literally, the purpose of that segment is really to talk about what's going on in our world. Yes. And like, mm, that's what's going I on, mean, child. quite literally on Saturday. And we're going to go into uh, 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 Mel Takes TV next because the day looked like <laughs> prepping Joe yes. for homecoming, calling Tam and crying, calling Sharice and crying, drinking these cheap. Was it martinis? Yes. These cheap. They look. You guys. They're little. Bo- they're women owned. Women. Ooh. Women owned little cocktail balls. It almost looked like those little Gatorade cheap drinks, but this way. They're great. Instead of the Gatorade shape. I mean, the uh, grenade shape. Anyway, that's literally what our day looked like. I was telling Kev this, and he said, why do you and Mel like to do this? Me and Mel, I'm going to really quickly, and then we'll transition until how the night ended, drinking the cheap wine and and watching. Booze Uh, balls, that's it. Oh, is that what it's called? Okay. Sponsor us. Come on, Ed. Come on. We, Melanie came to the house. I don't know why it was just us two. Maybe the guys were on the road. I actually don't know why it was just the two of us. I wanted oh, to watch I think that a is right. Dave Chappelle special. Yes. Oh, wait. Sorry. It's Buzz Balls, not Booze Balls. Oh, buzz okay, Balls. Go okay, ahead, go ahead. We, I wanted to watch a Dave Chappelle. Mel came to the house. I was like, I need to watch a Dave Chappelle special, comedy special. I'd never oh, seen one before. Oh, my. We checked all the streaming, Hulu, Amazon, Net, all the things. We couldn't find one at the time. This is a few years ago. Maybe they're available now. What I'm trying to tell you is back then they were not. They were not. This is the worst We story. ended up watching the Khalif Browder story. Oh, child. Child. We intended to laugh the night away. Child, we cried and then sat in silence. Just, just sad. That was... We were just... And then he got out. Why did that happen? Why did he get out? Only oh. to, do the, to die anyway. Oh, my gosh. It just seems so I don't unfair. Even, it, it, it's, we went from meaning to laugh to balk, have are you guys familiar with the, with the Khalif Khalif Browder? Don't story? watch it if you don't have emotional capacity. It is heart wrenching. Oh it is. T- I don't know how we got from A to Z, <laughs> but we jumped all the letters. We, I mean, from let's have a good time and laugh with Dave Chappelle. So, ooh, this looks good. Hit this, play. It, let's watch. <gasps> and America is so stupid, and they don't. What they do to black men? Why is that Joe even open still? (laughs) Who is the mayor? The governor? We have to write a letter. It was child. It was terrible. Essentially, though, that's also what happened, but in the reverse order. We started the day high, cried our eyes out, and then we went into... And then, after we cried... Because Mel was like, I need something lighter. Y'all need to stop talking. (laughs) Can y'all not talk so heavy? I was like, enough of this, you guys. Enough. So then we watched Love is Blind, season three. The first three, two, four. How many episodes? like four four episodes. Okay, four episodes. So listen, because I have things. First off, that is the most cringe show I've ever watched in all of my entire life. Joe thinks so, too. I enjoy it so much. I don't understand how people, maybe it's because of the parameters of being on a show, but how are you able to tell someone you love them within like, a day. Yeah, two no days. Legit. And you've never seen them before. 
I really think that humans fall into and adopt is a better word. They adopt to whatever the circumstances. Mm. So if you're put on a show and the parameters are you need to fall in love and get married, then we just throw ourselves into that environment. Girl. I really think that because I think if you pull those people out, they would be like, girl, I was crazy. That's so dumb. I don't know why I was doing it. I, I, my body won't allow me to. Mel said she'd be telling these people that you dumb. I would be like, oh, girl, give me. They would be like, ma'am, you're not participating in the in the. Do you show. remember you're supposed to fall in love? No, this is dumb. Y'all are like dumb. Them. I don't. I don't like these people and I don't love nobody yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't love these people. So let's get into just a few of the people. Okay. First off, Andrew. Wait, tell me, remind me who he is. Andrew is, is he the vising? Um, vising gentleman who I'm assuming thought the producers were going to edit that out, edit him putting vising in his eyes to make himself they cry. played the mess out of him. But they didn't, Andrew. We saw you. We saw Andrew. Excuse me. Is this thing on? Can I know. Am I on? Okay. Andrew, we have seen you. <laughs> we have seen you. Put them in your eyes. And then we said, <laughs> he was doing the IG Madrini blink. hated everything about him. So I went to his Instagram. You did. Of course you did. It is filled with pictures of like animals and like the wilds in like all black and white. I was so annoyed. Wait, that's so what? I, it was so annoying. That's actually really disappointing. It's so annoying. What did his comments look like though? Oh, I didn't look. I just as I saw, I was like, oh, this is oh, I'm out. I'm oh, that's out. so disappointing. I started going to all of their Instagrams because why not? And I also like to see people's growth. I'd be like, ooh, before you got on the show, yeah, how many yeah, did yeah, you yeah. have? And then like once it premieres, I want to see like who's gonna get to one yeah. and like all of that. Um so and uh Andrew, no, sir, we hate you. Um He was trying to win an Oscar. Bartis! Oh, 25-year-old Bartis. <laughs> Say the story. I have a question. Okay. Y'all got to watch. If y'all haven't watched. Spoiler I, alert. I know, spoiler spoiler alert. alert. So Bartis had basically two women that he was in love with. In, in love Did you with. watch it, Cam? Oh, oh girl. Not, you're not a girl, but you know. <laughs> um, he had two women that he was in love with. And in the end, ended up choosing, I think her name is Nancy. Okay, I don't um, remember. Versus the, like, yoga girl. He yes. chooses her. And so everything's all good. They seem on in love. It's all great. And then <laughs> when all the couples come together to meet each other, home gr yoga girl is what he calls a smoke show. Because she was tightly, her dress was spitting all tight and she was looking all sexy. And he said, so then when he gets back to the room with the girl, he actually chose Nancy. Yes. And she's like, oh my gosh, when I saw everybody, I was so happy that I chose you. Like, I'm so, I made the right choice. And he's like, oh man, I had the opposite reaction. And he Literally said, it said out loud. I had the opposite reaction. Oh, really? That's crazy. That's crazy. Because I'm doubting everything. Every, she, he said, I'm used to being the person that gets all the attention, and she is too, so like, it would have been a perfect match because we're both used to getting all the attention. Oh my god! And it was the fact, too, that she just you could tell, she was like and then he said, I hope it's okay for me to be this honest. Oh yeah, of course. That's fine. I'm just gonna cry myself to sleep tonight. <laughs> this is the best day ever. I love everything about this. I love your transparency. Thanks Here's so much my for question, sharing. Though, because I was thinking about it. The reality is, the way this show is set up, you are supposed to date multiple people. Yes. So naturally, you're going to form a connection with all the people that That's you date. That's the messy part of the show. And so, but you have to choose one. Yeah. So it's not wild that he would have had 
I wanted a two option. No, it's actually not wild. Okay. What's wild is that he told her in the bedroom. I mean, yes. During pillow talk time. I agree with that. Out loud. <laughs> yes, yes. It was basically like, uh, she's high and you're kind of meh. <laughs> like, essentially, the energy was, if I could do it over, like, I know love is blind, but for me, it's actually not. Because if I had seen you. I would have chose her. I wouldn't have chose you. Not you. And she, I'm, I am anticipating the rest of the season because I need her to come back to that conversation. Oh, she should. Like, listen, I get it. Everyone doesn't have pop up off the mouth as soon as like, oh, I'm offended. Yes. Oh, let me bring the energy back to you. Some people, we need chance. I'm one of those people. I need chance to be like, hold on. What did he say? Yeah, 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 yes. What just happened? Yes. Hold on. Wait. Three days later. Can we come back? We got to circle back. Yeah, we got to circle back. We got to circle back. So I'm hoping that she circles back. The only problem that I have with this show is that sometimes I feel, even last season, sometimes I feel like you become so desperate to find a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when you're finally able, like you're on the precipice of like, this could be my person. I'm going to get this. It's almost like a married at first sight too. That you take stuff that you wouldn't have normally normally had taken. Yeah. And on some real... He's trash for that. He is trash for that. I, I do agree. I, I Him saying it. Well, but this is also why I would never be on the show because I'm never, ever going to be your like, oh, I have to choose between you and. and yeah. There's no choice here. Have you met me? Yeah, no, no. That's the energy. I'm your number one and there is no number two. I'm not even number two and there's no, no. number one. I'm your number one and that's the end of the list. Absolutely. There were other girls there. I didn't see them. I didn't that's realize. That's so funny. <laughs> I didn't see anyone else. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm excited to continue watching this. Oh, one more. Because Yoga Girl. What's her name? Raven. Raven. Home Girl doing jumping jacks. Oh, my. In the middle of that man pouring his gosh. heart out. I said, oh, girl. That's why she lost him. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that is, that is exactly why. That's the when reason. he made he, that, that yeah, choice. He was like, but she was coming off insensitive. She was. And like rude. That is rude. If I'm pouring your heart out. And then and you just doing jumping jacks? Everything on the show is like, oh my gosh, I've never told anyone this ever in my life. You're the first person, even though I've never met you. And his I'm... thing wasn't even that deep. And it wasn't that deep. It was kind of, it was low-key tea. But she was doing jumping jacks in the middle of it, and that was wildly inappropriate. So Raven, girl, no, ma'am. But did you see the preview where Raven actually starts liking? Oh, yeah. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because love is not blind. It has two eyes. I also, it does have two eyes. And I also wonder what SK's financial situation is. You think he rich? I think that. Oh, you think he ain't got no money? I think that love be financially beneficial. It be that too. <laughs> Listen. Love got two eyes and a bank account. Yeah, okay. Love got two eyes and a bank account. <laughs> Okay, listen to me because <laughs> love don't work if we both broke. Hello, love don't what love don't pay no bills. Love don't live here no more. Yeah, he has money. Somebody said he do. Oh, yeah. Somebody said I don't know how they know, girl. But listen to me. I believe it. I do too. And they said and Zainab. I like Zainab. That's not her name. She pronounces Zainab. the different. Yes, I keep saying Zainab because Zainab the comedian. Oh, okay. And I think she's sp- Zainab might have an I in it, but I think she spells it the same. So I, every time I see it, I say Zainab, but it's Zainab. Yeah. Yep. Then fastest is on the wrong syllable. Um, <laughs> I think that they're not gonna make. It. I think he's oh. getting sick of her already. Oh, I and agree he with that. likes. 
And what last thing before we get out of here? Ballerina girl. Oh my gosh. This is her thing, my oh my thing gosh. for her. Being a ballerina can't be a personality no, trait it's for you. Not. It's, it's literally, literally not. It's not. Girl, like it's, it's not. She leads. I'm oh, very nah. flexible. <laughs> you like that? I can do the split. <laughs> you like that? You like that? You don't? Oh, okay. Like choose she, me. Yes, because I'm a ballerina. Because I'm a ballerina. Doesn't that sound exciting? Right. An exotic girl. Girl. No. Pick something else. Mm-hmm. What else is there about you? Mm-hmm. I know. Stop. Enough. <laughs> Um, okay, so before we go, I just want to quickly say, because um, this was happening on Twitter this weekend. Okay, what? Young Jock accidentally sent somebody $1,800 on sale. <laughs> Are you serious? And then he posted the screenshot of him asking this person to like return the money, and the person was... Girl, bye. But here's... That's why I'm like, is he wrong? If you... Here, here's the thing. If you... Send money on Zelle specifically. They ask you 10 times. They is do. this the person? They Are do. you sure this the Are person? You confirm? That number is registered to a person by this name in our system. Is that the person you want to send sure this do. money to? And then we're going to send you a code on your phone that to you must sure. reconfirm in here to make sure you yes. are you and you intend to send it to this person. You mean to tell me, young jock. You did 15 steps you of did. verification. Yes, 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 yes. And then was like, no. I ain't got no job. I would keep the money. Uh, so this send is me eighteen hundred dollars. Just your This is problem. the other thing. Okay. At the beginning of the episode, we were talking about God works in mysterious ways. If I received the eighteen hundred dollars, that's my blessing. I would simply say, God is good. <laughs> all the time. All the now time. He good all the time. And all the time. And God is good. Come on with the circle. Because back. what I don't understand is why of all the phone number combinations, you gonna get mine. You chose mine. That's my blessing. Clearly. Yep. Sounds like an intervention from on high. Hello, that's your There's problem. no way you chose my number. Mm-mm. Now you out 3600 And I'm you verified mine. it and verified it and confirmed and confirmed and still hit send. This is my verified that money. It's called a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a blessing. Amen. That's called a blessing. All right. Get my 10% on Heck Sunday. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm tithing off that money. Give Jesus about a good 108. I'm going to give a good clean 200. Keep keep that for your troubles. Amen. Keep that for your troubles. Uh, okay. So let's get to first send your questions and also pick a date for oh. uh, What the Florida. Uh, look, do what May the Florida? 4th. Okay. Because we've been on here for 54 minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. Someone said they would send him a thank you. <laughs> Send him a copy of the receipt from the bill from my lunch that I went to and said thank you. That's where your proceeds went to. We sure appreciate you. Florida people like food. That's it. Florida man charged with battery after slapping girlfriend with cheeseburger. <laughs> Last week it was pizza. Yeah, this week it's cheeseburger. Give us Why another he day. did that? Wait, do another one, Mel. Okay. Do February eighth. Some man was claiming to be he was Mick Jagger, <laughs> and so he got arrested. Why would you claim? To Why be would you? And then so much that you get arrested. I hate it. I hate it. Okay, Florida, y'all was tripping, and y'all like to violate people with food. Yeah, someone said, "Why do they keep assaulting people with food?" Exactly. exactly. Stop. What y'all doing over there? Were there uh, any questions? Oh, no, I'm waiting for it. Jackie said, "Y'all love Dragon Florida." I know, girl. I'm sorry. Florida love Dragon Florida. <laughs> y'all, y'all be wilding down there. It ain't us. Okay, someone said, oh, what was Joe's favorite part about homecoming? Uh, probably the car. 
Oh. Probably the rental car. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do full full trip, though. They only got there. Hello. <laughs> they only went there. Okay, one way in the little Chrysler. And on the way back, uh, Vinny picked them up in that good old SUV. Amen. That's still fancy. Okay, then. We'll That's go with That's still fancy. Uh, I'm in Miami now. Okay, here we go. He got the moves like Jagger. He got Jagger. the moves like That's Jagger. That's funny. Okay, here we go. Here's one. What advice would you give to someone where everything is going wrong? I have a coworker whose master thesis experiments aren't Aww. working out. I was listening to Esther Perel today. Uh-huh. She was talking about relationships, but I think this might be applicable. And she said, um, patience, because this is going to be my answer. Patience is seeing where things fall. Like you're actively doing things and trying to figure out where things are going to fall. And trying to decide the fine line between doing that and feeling stuck. So my advice to her is trying to figure out, do I need to be patient and like put some things in place? Or if she simply needs to pivot off that thesis, mm-hmm. if, that's a, if that's an option, and do something different. Yes. Actually, that this is terrible and I don't want it to be insensitive. So just follow me here. Um, this morning, I was trying to put my lash on and it wouldn't work. <laughs> And I kept trying with the same lash and like just doing the same thing. So I decided I'm going to get new lashes. So I stopped completely what I was doing. I got a brand new lash from a brand new pack, used a different glue, Mm -hmm. and then I started over. I really do think (laughs) that. And I think I agree with your answer. Yes. In that example. (laughs) Like you try, you try, you try, but sometimes you're forcing a round hole into a peg or whatever the saying is. Yes. That's true. Mm, that's true. That's, that's true. good. Uh, wait, I know we only have two minutes, but I actually kind of want to answer this one, too, if you have it. If okay, you could go it? back in time and redo one thing, what would it be? Oh, if I can go back in time and, and redo, redo one oh, thing. Oh, I've said this before. Um, my redo would be when I, uh, well, for really quickly. 2018, we started the tour. Yeah. The original agreement was for me to quit my job. And I actually decided to go part time because I was like freaking Mm -hmm. out, actually. Mm -hmm. And it was just like a huge transition for Kevin and I. If I could go back in time, I would have quit. Oh, I would have quit earlier. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I still ended up. But remember the reason. So I decided to go part time probably in. December, maybe early January. By the end of January is when we got the news mm-hmm. that my uh, location was shutting down. I'd be laid off in October anyway. anyway. Um, of course, now it's like, well, I mean, I was working like 20, like two days a week, like literally 20 hours a week. We was able to keep the insurance, all of that, yeah. you know. But knowing what I know now in terms of the impact mm-hmm. of that decision, yeah. I would have done without the money. Huh? I would have done without the money. I would have. I would have quit. And done something different with Kevin during that time. During that time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that that is easily, easily one of my biggest relationship regrets. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know. Hello? <laughs> that was good. Oh. I don't I, have that I, it's top of the head because I know that's it. Oh. I've said it before. I feel like this is terrible. I just would have went to Spelman sooner. Hello? <laughs> oh, instead of taking your off year? I took a year off. I would have went sooner. I did like, I wasted a year. You know, I mm-hmm. went to that other school and like it was a little community college. And, but it was so impactful for my life uh, that I think I just would have went sooner. But that's all. <laughs> I, I think that's fine enough. Okay, girl. 
All right. Oh, what did Cam say? Cam said that science is also proving that something doesn't work. Oh yeah. There yeah. we go. A round hole into a peg, a peg into a round hole, girl. You know, I, you know, I'm quick. So maybe ch tell her to change her thesis. If she's saying this does this, she should actually say this doesn't do this. Yeah, it's change. I, 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 I people have done that. Yeah, it's great. Pivot, pivot. I'm here for it. All right, thank you guys so much for joining us for today's episode of Gin and Juice. Until next week. Bye. Bye.